Hi, Chris here, and I'm having a very intellectual discussion with Professor Rufus Driftwood, English instructor with the Odyssey Knight University and Diesel Mechanic School. You see, today's adventure in Odyssey has to do with power, power? at... You know, someone once said, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's very interesting because... There's another old saying, power buries those who wield it. That's fascinating. So. Since the theme of today's... Theme? The dictionary defines a theme as a subject of discussion, an essay, a dissertation, a recurring idea. I have a better definition than that. You do? Well, let me hear it. Okay. Oh, hi there. I was just working on one of my inventions here. I'm John Avery Whitaker, but you can call me Whit. And this is Odyssey. Hey! Let's see if this thing works. Hold it! Okay, so it needs a little more work. But that's the exciting part, because you never know what you'll discover along the way. Oh, don't take my word for it, though. You can find out for yourself when you come along on today's Adventures in Odyssey. As I was saying, Professor Driftwood, today's adventure in Odyssey has to do with power and... The less power a man has, the more he likes to use it. <laughs> That's another old saying. Not just power, mm. though. I mean, it also has to do with pride. Pride? Well, why didn't you say so? As one great writer once said, temper gets people in trouble. Pride keeps them there. Pretty neat, huh? Yeah, neat. <laughs> You've memorized a lot of good quotes. Indeed. But do you have any Bible verses about power and pride? Bible verses? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me think for a moment. Um, uh, well, while uh, the professor tries to remember, uh, we're going to meet a guy uh, named Mike and find out how power and pride can make a very dangerous combination. Coming up when we start today's adventure in Odyssey, right after this. My dog has fleas. Ooh, it's Eugene, and Eugene sings! Yes, it's the world's first all-song CD from that boy genius who stars in the exciting series Adventures in Odyssey! So take it from me, Paolo Doyle, live and I, Eugene sings! For more information, call 1-800-THE-LETTER-A-FAMILY or visit witsend.org. If you're like most people, then the best part of your school day is recess. Mike Caldwell sure feels that way. Right now, he's trying to find his best friend, Freddie, for a good game of tetherball. Only Freddie is a little preoccupied at the moment. Hey, Freddie. Hi, Mike. Whoa. Billy Barton gets in another good swipe at the promising newcomer, Donnie Holman. What's going on? What's it look like? Billy Barton is beating up Donnie Holman. That's what's going on. So far, Billy has hit him in the ribs and the jaw. Donnie keeps swinging and missing. And Billy gets in a solid shot at Donnie's right eye. Where are you, the fight announcer? Sure, they do it all the time on TV. Billy swings and catches Donnie on the shoulder. We don't know how much more this kid can take. Why is Billy Barton beating up Donnie Holman? Why does Billy Barton beat up anybody? Because it's recess. Because Donnie's breathing. 
Oh, should I know? That's not right. He shouldn't be allowed to do that. And now, Booty has Donnie and Hibbuck. This fight ain't gonna last long, folks. This is stupid. He's killing Donnie. Leave him alone, you big bully. Are you nuts? You wanna get stomped into the ground? Why don't you pick on someone your own size? Stop it. Violence to my body gives me an upset stomach. Let him go, Neanderthal brain. Are you talking to me? Who is that? Mike Caldwell. Stay right where you are, worm. I'm almost done. Had enough punk? I had enough before we started. All right. I'll let you go this time, but don't ever bump into me again. Got it? Never again, Billy. I promise. Even if you bump into me, I won't ever bump into you. Get out of here. All you kids, get away from me. Show's over. Come on, Mike. Let's scram. Stay put, Caldwell. I want to talk to you. What were you saying to me, huh? I, I, I was merely suggesting that you, you stop fighting with Donnie. And what are you? Somebody made you the school peacemaker or something, huh? Uh, no. Then I think you should mind your own beeswax. Recess is over. Time to go in. Do you like to fight, Caldwell? Uh, no. You better start, because tomorrow it's going to be you and me. You and me? Yeah, bring a bun and some mustard. A bun and mustard? Why? Because I'm going to turn you into hamburger. That's why. Okay, okay. So I was stupid for saying anything. It just bugs me to see Billy Barton picking on everybody and getting away with it. Don't you know? That's how it is. Every school has a bully, and every school has the kid that the bully picks on. Bully's the bully, and we're the kids that Billy bullies. It's simple, and there's nothing we can do about it. Well, have a couple of chocolate sundaes, boys. Compliments of the house. Thanks, Mr. Whitaker. What are these for, my last meal? No, Mike, this is just my way of saying that I'm proud of what you did today. You heard about it, huh? Everybody's talking about it. And, you know, I thought it was admirable for you to stand up to a bully in order to help someone else. That's exactly the kind of thing we've been talking about in Sunday school. Remember? Yeah, I remember. We're supposed to love other people enough to sacrifice ourselves for them. Oh, yeah. Like Jesus did for us. I like the idea better when we just talk about it in Sunday school. Doing it might be a little more painful. Well, that's usually how it works. But, Mr. Whitaker, I don't want to go through with this. I want to move away to the North Pole and hire a bodyguard. Oh, I understand, Mike. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it's a good idea for you to fight Billy Barton. Now, if there's any way around fighting, you should find it. Yeah. Like what? Well, maybe you should try to talk him out of it. Talk Billy Barton out of a fight? Are you kidding? That's impossible. He likes to fight. He enjoys the feeling of human bones breaking against his knuckles. Oh, come on, you're exaggerating. He's not, Mr. Whitaker. Billy Barton's idea of fun is to see how many kids he can put on crutches in a single day. You don't know him. No, I don't. Maybe I should talk to his father. Oh, or the school principal. No, that won't do any good either. Billy will just beat me up when they're not around. At recess, after school, one night when I'm walking down the street, sooner or later he'll find me. Better to let it happen while I'm prepared to die. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> Just remember David and Goliath. I don't own a slingshot. But you do have something better. Hospital insurance? Faith in God. 
Remember, if you're doing what's right, the Lord will take care of you. Just like he took care of David when he went into battle with Goliath. You should read that in your Bible tonight. It's in, uh, well, let me think now. Oh, it's the first book of Samuel, chapter 17. Thanks, Mr. Whitaker. I'll have that read at my funeral. Well, I'll be praying for you, Mike. But right now, I better get back to the counter and take care of some customers. See you, Mike. Freddie. Bye, Mr. Whitaker. Thanks for Sundays. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Whitaker. I'm still going to get slaughtered tomorrow. Can I have your baseball glove and record player? Be quiet, Freddie. Mike, why are you still in bed? You're going to be late for school. I told you, I don't feel good. Listen to me, young man. I've checked your temperature, and it's normal. I've checked you over as thoroughly as I can, and I can't find anything wrong with you. But maybe it's one of those tricky diseases that hides when you look for it. All right, then get dressed so I can take you to the doctor. No, I don't need a doctor. At least not until after recess. Michael James Caldwell, watch my lips. You can either get dressed and go to school or get dressed and go to the doctor. Now what'll it be? Oh, I guess I'll go to school, but Mom... What now? Would you take a good look at me? Sure, but why? You might want to remember me as I was. Remember you as... What What are you talking about, Mike? Is there something going on that I don't know about? Well... Uh, uh, no. I'll go to school. Hey, Mike, I've been looking all over for you. You're not the only one, I'll bet. It's all right, Mike. All right for you. You're going to be on the side playing ringside and natural like you did at Donnie's fight yesterday. No, I won't have to. Rumor has it that Billy Barden hasn't been to school all day. What? Nobody's seen him. You're off the hook. Really? Really? Wow, I wonder what happened. Maybe he moves. Maybe he had a change of heart. Maybe... Hey, you, Caldwell. Punk. Maybe he played hooky. Thought I wouldn't show, didn't you? Well, I did pray about it. Look, Billy, I don't want to fight you. Couldn't we take the weekend to cool down and think about this? You talk too much. Come on, I don't have all day. Take your glasses off. Good idea. Then I won't see the damage. Here, Freddy, hold these. Sure, Mike. Anything I can do to help. Good, then you fight him. Anything you need held, I mean. You're a real pal, Freddy. Billy, have you ever heard of David and Goliath? Yeah, they're a new rock group, right? Never mind. Let's get this over with. Hey, look, Billy and Mike are going to fight. Hey, Johnny, come here. What's going on? Oh, good. Witnesses for the police report. Ladies and gentlemen, we're ringside at Odyssey Elementary School where Magnificent Mike Codwell and Brutal Billy Barton are going to head to head in what could be the fight of the century. Help! Come back here, you coward! Magnificent Mike is struggling to get to his feet. He's up. He's moving. Look at that footwork. Brutal Billy is swinging, but Mike is dancing around the punches. Stand still. Are you crazy? Whoops. Billy has grabbed Mike's shirt and... Billy has torn the sleeve on Mike's shirt. Hey, my grandmother gave me this shirt for Christmas. This is unbelievable. Mike is starting to fight with his eyes closed. He's swinging wildly. Billy is trying to move out of the way, but Mike won't let up. My mom's going to 
wait just a minute. Magnificent Mike has made a solid connection with brutal Billy's nose. Billy's down. He's holding his nose. And yes, I think it's bleeding. It is bleeding. Mike is giving brutal Billy Harden a bloody beat. Am I wrong? Am I crazy? It looks like Billy's crying. With more of today's adventure and odyssey right after this. Are you bored? Are you looking for adventure? Are you trying to find some place to send your crayon drawings? Well, join the club. Clubhouse and Clubhouse Junior are focused on the family's magazines just for kids from ages 4 to 12. Both magazines include stories, articles about kids just like you, puzzles, and lots of stuff to help you grow your faith in God. The Clubhouse magazine features an exclusive Adventures in Odyssey journal that you can't find anywhere else. Fascinating. Yeah, I thought it looked interesting. For details, visit family.org. Clubhouse and Clubhouse Junior, join the club. Someone is lurking in the night shadows of Wit's End. Someone is performing secret experiments with the Imagination Station. Someone is about to be discovered. Could this someone be the answer to a mystery that has haunted Odyssey for half a decade? Could this someone change the face of Odyssey for years to come? Does this someone play a ukulele? Most indubitably. It's Eugene! Eugene is back, and you can celebrate the exciting homecoming in an all-new album from Adventures in Odyssey. Look for A Most Surprising Return, now presented in an all-new way, a two-CD set of six new episodes. A Most Surprising Return features this historic return of Eugene Meltzner and exciting stories that take you far into Odyssey's future and far into the past. Plus, all-new fun with Wooten. Don't miss it, A Most Surprising return. Log on to witsend.org or call 1-800-the-letter-A-FAMILY. And now the conclusion of today's adventure in Odyssey. It was the most incredible thing you'd ever seen, Mr. Whitaker. Magnificent Mike gave Billy a bloody nose and made him cry. Magnificent Mike? Yeah, that's his new name, right, Mike? It was nothing. I got mad because he tore my shirt. Nothing. Did I hear you say it was nothing? You saved us from Billy Barton. Nobody will be afraid of him now. You are the school hero. Forget about it. Forget about it? Did you hear that, Mr. Whitaker? He wants to forget about it. I can't forget about it. You were great. Kids are going to be talking about this for weeks. Months. Years. Oh, let's not get carried away, Freddy. They will. It was incredible. I've never seen anything like it. It was pretty amazing, wasn't it? That's what I keep telling you. I mean, no one else has ever given Billy a solid punch in the nose. Right. You're terrific. You're... Magnificent. Magnificent Mike. Right. Hey, Mike. Come over here and sit with us. We saw you fight today. It was rad. Yeah, well, 
I guess I can sit with you. Hey, Mr. Whitaker, will you bring that milkshake for Magnificent Mike over here, please? Sure, Freddy. Be right there. Hmm. This looks like it would be trouble for Mike. Yes, sir? Send Mr. Caldwell in, please. Yes, sir. My Principal Jones will see you now. Okay. Come in, Michael. Sit down. What's up? Did I do something wrong? Now, Mike, just because I asked to see you doesn't mean you've done something wrong. I wanted to talk to you. That's all. Uh-oh. Relax, relax. Let me explain. A couple of weeks ago, you got into a little skirmish with Billy Barton. Skirmish? Does that mean fight? Yes, it does. It happened while I was out of town. Uh-huh, that was convenient. Uh... Yes. Well, as a result of that fight, there's been a lot of talk around school. It was only the event of the century. Yes, the event of the century. Those were the very words I've been hearing. I thought so. Billy Barton isn't very popular. I understand that. But by what I've been hearing, someone else is beginning to take his place as the school bully. Really? And you've asked me in here to take care of him? Sort of. Who is it? It's this guy they've been calling Magnificent Mike. Magnificent Mike? Hey, that's me. Exactly. You know, I didn't believe it until you sat down. The Mike Caldwell I knew a few weeks ago was very different from the person I'm talking to now. Your whole attitude is different. You let that little fight go to your head. Why not? I'm the school hero. I beat Billy Barton. From what I understand, it was a lucky punch. Lucky punch? Who told you that? I'll show him a lucky punch. There. That's the attitude I'm talking about, Mike. You got the better of Billy in a scrape, and now you think you're the new tough guy. Well, you're not. Am I in trouble? No. But I wanted to warn you to watch your attitude. If you keep going the way you are, you could wind up in trouble. Be careful. You know, there's an old saying. Pride goes before the fall. I'd like to get rid of that magnificent Mike and see Mike Caldwell come back again before that happens. Are we done? Yes, sir. You may go. He didn't hear a word I said. A lucky punch. Well, uh, he said he wished Magnificent Mike could get lost and Mike Caldwell could come back. You have changed, Mike. I have not. Get out of my way. Sorry, Magnificent Mike. A lucky punch. You were there, Freddy. It was skill. Sheer talent. You can't beat someone like Billy Barton with just a lucky punch. It was a lucky punch, Mike. What? It was not. It was. It was not. You don't know what you're talking about. I thought you were my friend. I am. That's why I'm telling you this. Fine. That's how you want to be good. I don't need you anyway. Mike, where are you going? Come back, Mike. Magnificent Mike to you, Fred. One minute he's your friend and the next minute he's... Uh. Uh. Why don't you watch where you're going? I was. You bumped into me and made me drop my books. 
I think you should pick them up. It was your own clumsy fault. Oh, I don't think so. Well, I do. You can pick them up or I can punch you in the stomach. What? You want to fight me? You don't want to fight me. Why wouldn't I? Because I beat Billy Barton. Who? Billy Barton. Big kid with cigarettes in his socks and hair on his elbows. Never heard of him. If you knew him, you'd be impressed. Well, I don't. So are you going to pick up my books? No. Okay. <coughs> I warned you I'd punch you in the stomach. No fair. You're not so tough. That Billy Barton must have been a wimp. Mike, Mike, are you all right? No. Here, let me help you. No, I think I want to be alone for a few minutes. Go away. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Hey, let me help you with those books. What's your name? Sam. Wow, stomach-punching Sam. Glad to meet you. I'm Freddy. Hi. You must be new. Yeah, it's my first day. Can I show you? Oh, but there's a lesson in this somewhere. Look who's here all by himself. Hi, Mr. Whitaker. Well, where's your crowd of friends? Or did the celebrity want some time to himself? I'm on my own. Could I have a milkshake to soothe an upset stomach? Well, are you feeling sick? No. Well, then what happened? I got put back in my place. Hmm, what does that mean? I got punched out by the new kid in school, and I'm not the hero anymore. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, I had a feeling that might happen. Thanks for warning me. Well, you wouldn't have listened anyway. You were a little distracted with being the new tough guy around here. But you know, for every tough guy that comes along, there's always somebody tougher. Like the story about David and Goliath. Now, Goliath was big, mean, and mighty, and everyone was afraid of him. Then along comes a small boy with a slingshot, and boom, Goliath wasn't so tough anymore. You know what the difference is? Um, no. The difference is that David wasn't trying to be tough. David fought Goliath because Goliath was laughing at God. David was just doing what God told him to do. You see, Mike, there's a big difference between fighting because you were trying to help a friend and don't have a choice, and fighting because it makes you look cool in front of your friend. Ah, pride goes before the fall. Exactly. No, I'm impressed that you know that verse. It's from the Bible. Yep. Except in the Bible it says pride goes before destruction and an arrogant spirit before a fall. Proverbs chapter 16, verse 18. In other words, you may think you're hot stuff now, but you won't be for too long. You got it? I knew if I came here I'd find a lesson I was supposed to learn in this. It's good that you wanted to learn a lesson. I didn't want to, but I knew I would. Stuff like this doesn't happen to us kids except to teach us something. Well, that's what my dad says. Well, you know, your dad's right. Only stuff like this happens to adults, too. We have to be open to learning no matter what age we are. Uh, you still want that milkshake, Magnificent Mike? Yes, please. And Mr. Whitaker, my name's just Mike. Mike Caldwell learned the hard way the trouble you can get into when power goes to your head. But you know, Jesus Christ taught us the way to be a leader without becoming a bully. You see, in Jesus' time, a lot of the rulers behaved just like Mike did when he became a hero. 
they abused their authority over the people. But Jesus told his disciples that they were not supposed to act that way. Instead, he told them, whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Jesus knew that the best way to keep a leader from abusing his authority is to think of himself as a servant. If you're the head of a group at church or school, you might want to read this story. It's found in two places, Matthew 20, 25-28, and Mark 10, 42-45. And that's it for today's Adventure in Odyssey. If you're interested in writing to us just to say hello or to ask about the program, our address is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B4G3. And when you write, don't forget to ask about how you can get a copy of this broadcast. Just mention today's date in your card or letter. The address once again is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. Adventures in Odyssey is a production of Focus on the Family. Mike Makes Right was written by Paul McCusker and directed by Phil Lawler. Bob Luttrell was our production engineer and Chuck Bolte, our executive producer. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey.